0: Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's good to be with you today. We're going to talk about um, the matters of the heart. Okay, It's going to be a really great, encouraging word. So I want to just ask you to stick with us real quick. I'll start in just a moment. But Um, My name is Ruth Hendrickson. I run RHM International. It's a nonprofit that is really devoted to raising up and setting free the body of Christ. I have a pastor's heart. I am a pastor. I'm an author, conference speaker, all that good stuff. So on the website, we have a lot of material that can really help you as you grow in the Lord. So I just want to encourage you at some point, jump on there, see what all is there. The website is ruthhendrickson.org. Just take a look around, see what catches your eye. And, and of course, you can make decisions from there. So welcome again. Um, we're going to start right out with you know Hebrews 11.1. 1. I love this verse. I love this scripture. It says, now faith, just say now faith. Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. That's the passion translation. It's so powerful. Let me read it once more. Now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove What is still unseen? Faith brings in the hope, brings in reality, becomes a foundation. We acquire the things that we long for. And that is the evidence needed to prove those things that we can't yet see in the natural. How cool is that? The Amplified reads Now faith is the assurance, it's the title, it's the deed, it's the confirmation of things hoped for or divinely guaranteed. And the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as, as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So, you know, think about this. God designed us in heaven, okay? You could say at his own design shop, his own little workshop out there, okay? He drew up the blueprints for a human being named you whether your name is Donna or Joe or Matthew or Caleb or Ruth, okay, for he, he, he drew up those design plans just for you. He, he looked at he said, well, I'm going to give them this color eyes and this color hair, and this is where they're going to be born, and this is the color of their skin, and this is the family I'm going to put them in. And in the fine print, you know how those blueprints always have all these little, all this little fine print. He had the notes. He had the very DNA, that very DNA that he would place within you, full of the plans and the purposes that he has just for you, all formed, all it with delight and pleasure and expectation. You see, God determined your purpose before you physically came to be. Okay, so as we journey through life, his plan is that we discover that purpose. It's like he sends us on this treasure hunt to discover the purposes, the plans and the purposes that he has for us. And he wants us to find it because then we walk in it and there's such joy. In other words, we are carriers of his heavenly plan for us. You know, we, we come packed full of his plans and purposes for our life. And to me, that's really exciting because I can get caught up in my own failures. But when we start to think, wait a minute, I am packed full in my very DNA is the the fullness of the plans and purposes that he has for me. I just, I'm on a hunt to find it and to walk in it and to experience it, and to touch it, and to taste it, and to see it. You see, when we carry this, then it becomes part of our identity and Again, all those seeds are within us. It's the greatness by his design. You are created for greatness by his design, by his definition, in his workshop with all those plans. Okay, all that fine print as to what you're to accomplish. Um, in many cultures, you know, I go different places and when I ask people who they are, I get responses about what they do. Even when I introduce myself, I'm like, I'm an author, I'm a pastor, I'm yada, yada, yadda, you know. But you know, and and The thing is, is what we do can open the doors for comparison and become a trap that keeps us from moving into who we are. We have to learn to identify ourselves by who we are, son of God, daughter of God. What does he put within us? How do we identify ourselves? You know, Proverbs 23, 7, the first part states, for as a person thinks, so in his heart he is. You know, one of the things is I as I think about this, like how we introduce ourselves, I I remember, um, you know, part of I have a pastor's heart. Okay, it's part of my identity. And so but I, I had a hard time stepping into that, man, when I went on to pastoral staff, I felt so unqualified. right, And I remember our senior pastor pulling me aside one day and he goes, Ruth, you have to actually begin to see yourself as a pastor so that we can see you as a pastor. Powerful, powerful words that that really impacted my life and still do to this day, because I realized that I had to begin to see and embrace what God had put in my very DNA. In other words, he had said, Ruth, as my daughter part of the goal, part of the treasure, part of the plans and purposes that I, I put within you that you have to discover is that you have a pastor's heart. And so that was one aspect. And in order to walk in the fullness of that, it also had to yield into my identity. But it's very different from being, you know, I can do something, but it's not who I am. And so we have to learn to, to wrestle through and discover what we do versus who we are and of course even with who we are first and foremost we have to be a son or daughter of the most high god a lover of god knowing that we're dearly loved that we were formed in our mother's womb that he has plans and purposes for us that we're the apple of his eye that we're the head and not the tail and everything else goes under that but anyways um we have to take off to, to really discover who we are we have to take off the mask and do a deep a heart dive with the holy spirit In other words, we ask the Holy Spirit to truly reveal what we're thinking in our hearts. And so um, sometimes our hearts could be thinking a certain way that we don't even realize that something's amiss. And we continue to do our identity rather than live from our identity. That was the wake up call that 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 senior pastor gave me. I so appreciate. I really think it was a, a prompting from the Holy Spirit. Yes, he was seeing something in the natural, but he was seeing something so much more because I had said yes to the job. So I could do the identity of a pastor, but I had to begin to live from the identity because it was a calling from God that I was to be walking in and that had to meld to my identity. In Ephesians 1, 4, it says, and he chose us to be his very own, joining us to himself even before he laid the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love, he ordained and that can also be translated that he marked us with his love. Another one st- states that he set us apart. Okay, so he, he has ordained. He's marked us with his love. He set us apart so that we can be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. He chose us to be his own, joined us to himself in that workshop. Okay, because of his great love, because of that love, that passion he has for his creation. He has ordained or marked us with his love or set us apart so we can be seen as holy in his eyes. You see, when we truly understand that we're we're chosen and joined to God, when we truly understand that we're marked with his love, then that we're set apart, that he sees us as holy, when that becomes the identity that we put on, when that's what we feed our hearts with, when that's what our heads think, when we know the truth, then everything changes. Like with Gideon, you know, you go to the book of Judges. When the angels of the Lord told him over and over and over that he was a mighty warrior, you see, God had designed Gideon as a mighty warrior. Before he was even conceived, he had the blueprint within him. He had the DNA within him to be a mighty warrior. The markings were all there, but Gideon's heart had not developed in that, but it was still there. Every time the Lord spoke over him, you're a mighty warrior. You're a mighty warrior. That that DNA, what that seed that was planted within him, the, that was put in him when he was formed, was awakening in his heart. His original design was being awakened. I started with Hebrews 11 and one because that's the entry point into that chapter of scripture that talks about people just like you and people just like me. Ordinary, everyday people. But they walked with the Lord and they understood their identity they understood who God is, they lived on earth, and they lived from that identity that God had given them before they were formed in their mother's womb, as they were being formed in God's workshop. It was from that place that they understood the relationship that they lived, they breathed, they prayed, and they contended. Each one of us has an opportunity to be God's, part of God's Hebrews 11, okay? The scriptures written, but those people are there as examples, and we tend to make them saints, and we forget that they were just like you and I with the struggles and the fears and the the um, the doubts and the questions, and yet they continually align themselves with the Lord. And so each one of us has the potential for God to brag about us at a whole different level. You have the potential within you, that seed within you, it's been placed within you, that blueprint and that fine that fine print in there saying that who God's called you to be. You have within you the potential for God to brag about you at a whole different level. But it starts with doing this deep dive uh, with the Holy Spirit and making sure that we're building according to god's blueprints so i want to wrap this up and i just want to go back again to hebrews 11:1. 1 now faith brings our hope into reality becomes a foundation needed to acquire the things we long for it is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen amplified faith is the assurance Just say assurance And the evidence of things not seen. We need the conviction of the reality of the things from the father that have yet to be seen. Because that faith, we need that faith to rise up because it's through faith that we can comprehend as fact. That's really important that we comprehend as fact that which we cannot yet experience through our human physical senses. That's a promise from God. You are created so much more. The father's heart beats for you within your very DNA, within your blueprint is a life that God intended for you to live. How powerful is that? I don't know about you, but I am so excited. Like, I just want to dive into this and explore with the father more components, more, more of that fine print. It's like I want to get out the magnifying glass of the Holy Spirit and, and look at that fine print and say, God, meld it into my heart. Let me hear your voice. Like the you know the Lord calling Gideon a mighty warrior. Father, call out from within me the things that are there that I have yet to discover that I can grab onto them by faith and step into and become the person that you have called me to be. That's my prayer for you. That's my heart cry for you and for myself. May we dive into who God's called us to be and walk at a whole different level and unleash that potential for God to brag about us because you were created in his image. There's a lot of power packed within you, almighty man or woman of God. Don't ever sell yourself short. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.